Hey, what's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play on this show. This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we've got our first trailer for the Captain Marvel movie. Loki and Scarlet Witch may have their own shows on Disney's yet-to-be-launched streaming service. We got our first look at Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker movie, our first thoughts on the DC Universe app, and Batman shows his bat wing in the comics. Plus, our review of Shane Black's The Predator and more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Wednesday, September 19th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Be funny. Disturbance. What's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, giving you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's a nerd. And he's the rug boy. What's up, rugs? How you doing? I just want to make an announcement. Yes, sir. To the public. <laughs> yes, okay. About, you know, felties are now in the news. Yes, there's some felty drama. Yes, there's uh, the Burton Ernie uh, have been revealed to by Frank Oz on his Twitter page that he envisioned them to be two straight roommates and not gay couple. And this made a lot of people pissed. Yes. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, uh, the guy who created the guy, th- th- this character with Jim Henson, he should know when they what was the intent when they created them. And obviously the Twitterverse was like, fuck you. You hate everyone. You're wrong. And oh, uh, shit. and I'm like, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want an argument to break out over Rugboy and his sexuality. So let's make it clear. So, Rugboy uh, is explicitly what? I was born a boy. Okay. All right. But now uh, my penis is, is, is questionable. <laughs> and I have an extra hole that people stick things in. That's true. So what, and what does Anthony that mean? Anthony and Imran both has stuck their things into my yeah, slack hole. What does that make you? So, so I'm going to say I'm gender fluid. Okay. That's good. Rugs is gender right, fluid. So officially. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> and uh, I don't want drama like years from now when, uh, you know, people want to speculate. <laughs> I, I, I'm everything. Okay. I'm every woman and every man. I'm every felty. That's right. It's all in me. I wish I had boobs. Listen, well, okay. Because right. I would feel myself. <laughs> wowie, zowie! <laughs> if you are a new listener, you're probably very confused after that rant, but that's Rug Boy. He's a puppet, and he's got to represent the felty Americans around him. But the main point is check out our show notes at jockander.com slash 240 because it's going to have links to all the geeky news we are going to talk about in this episode. Rugs, look, one can argue that once you make a piece of art and put it out there, it's not really yours anymore, is it? But that's the this is the hypocrisy of the things, all right? So, like, you have two schools of thought, right? You have the, uh, the creator creates something, and he decides what it is, and he defines it. And then the company, if let's say he sells it to a company, and the company owns it, and they decide what to do with it. So, at that point... I guess the creation can be whatever it wants, right? Yes. Is that's what we're saying? Yes. Okay. That's all. So I really think <laughs> I had a 
point. And now I don't have it anymore. Here's the thing. I think if you grew up and you always thought Bert and Ernie were gay, because let's face it, they are. They've been bathing together on TV for years. <laughs> that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, so they are whatever they are to everyone. That I mean, that's the beauty of these uh, puppety creations. Anyways, let's get to the news, you bastards. Oh, wait a minute, yes. though. This is the, 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 the this is the this is the uh, the point that I was going to make. Yeah. So if one group of fans yeah. want to claim yes. a, a a character as being the way it should be traditionally, sure, and then the other ones don't, yes. who wins? Because the creator has no say in it, right? Right. Because art is for the public. Why is it a competition? Why can't this group of fans have these characters the way they interpret them, and the other group have the same character? Yeah, but what if it's like a, 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 a what if like they both disagree and they never will agree? Then then you're you're in limbo. Then you're me. Then you are rug boy. <laughs> then you're a rug boy. I see what yeah. you're getting at. Uh, but man, look, it, it it is whatever it is to you. That's all. Interesting. Wow, great stuff. Well, like, uh, let me tell you from my personal experience. Okay. Uh, I I visited Bert and Ernie. That's true. You were, I mean, you auditioned and yes. they, they kind of blacklisted you. There so was I an know incident. them right. for a fact. Yes. What did you see? Did you see anything? And uh, they have questionable behavior. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I've seen questionable porn on their computer. <laughs> oh boy! So melty porn. Do with that what you will. Also, that movie Happy Time Murders did not do well. It no, did. it didn't. No. I told you it was going to suck because I'm not in it. No. Yes, exactly. You guys picked the wrong felties for your lead. This is a. Uh... Weird fucking start. Weird start to the show. Let's carry on, gentlemen. Here's the news. The Jock and Ned Podcast. Well, look, two weeks ago, we were talking about the uh, Captain Marvel images from Entertainment Weekly. And what did I say? I was like, they put out the photos. Two weeks later, they're going to put out the trailer. And boom. Geek boner shit. We have our You're first Captain. I am a prophet. And... A uh, an asshole at the same time. I'm an asshole prophet. We have our first official Captain Marvel trailer and Shazam. Not Shazam. Oh. That you may get sued now, Anthony, by DC, who sued Fosse for the rights to use Shazam in the first place. It's a great, uh, great weird story. But this is Captain Marvel. Uh, Carol Danvers, played by oh. Brie Larson. Marvel, Ma- not maybe Marvel, maybe in the movie. Uh, let me look. Carvel, <laughs> Car- I, I love, love those that. Carvels. Budgie the whale, Carvel, that should drip all over Cookie your hands. Yes, <laughs> banana puss, uh, <laughs> nanophone. Uh, what do you guys think of this trailer? That they, they don't. This is a really good trailer because they don't really show you a lot, but they do kind of give you lots of good nuggets. And I love the way it starts. No pre-trailer. She crash lands into a fucking blockbuster video. Oh shit! That's so great. And if you don't know what blockbuster video is, you are too young to be listening to this show. <laughs> Please listen to something else. No, no, oh my god, here. You think there's? You can listen to this show. Right, you can listen. I, we encourage but, teenagers. But blockbuster is. That's nice. I like Blockbuster. Anthony, what what'd you think of this uh our first look at Captain Marvel in action? Man, first thing I thought of is holy fuck, she's scowling a lot in this trailer. Is she ever smiling or serious? I but I kind of think she looks badass. She looks pissed like she's on a mission <laughs> the whole time. I think it looks fucking badass. There's a lot of scowling. Uh, yes. But overall, I mean, the trailer doesn't really give you a lot of plot, um which is nice. I mean, it's a first trailer. You don't need a lot of plot. Um wish more trailers were like that. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't, though. You get a little okay. bit of storyline. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, you get like you get like that. She's kind of has maybe amnesia yep. or, or yep. forgot where she was. Yep. Forgot her time on Earth, and there's going to be flashbacks. Um, overall, trailer was all right. I mean, I'm I'm in the bag for Marvel movies, so I was enjoying it. But it wasn't like I was like, if I didn't 
wasn't a Marvel fan and didn't have a passing knowledge of the character, this trailer wouldn't have hooked me like other trailers have. Well, that, now that you mentioned, if you didn't have a passing knowledge of Marvel characters, Rugs, do you think people who know nothing about this uh, were alarmed when she punches an old lady? Oh, shit. Which is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's obviously a scroll. Or an, and if it's not a scroll and she makes a mistake, that's, that's even better. That's what I that'd hope be, happens. That'd be hilarious. Oh, that I would be the greatest the moment on film. was sitting next to her. But, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if you don't know about the scrolls, they're shapeshifters and they can be anybody. Yeah. But um, besides that, I just felt like the trailer seemed like a Green Lantern trailer. Like the fact that all of they're all wearing green and they're all like flying through the universe and from outer space. And then she's kind of, you know, it's and she's a pilot. I'm like, it's very close to Green Lantern. It, is, it has a lot of similarities. They're, they're going to do Green Lantern better than DC oh, did Green Lantern. Yeah. Without the green big punching fists, yeah. I think. Uh, that's Which is stupid. But um, the moment on the trailer that I was like, oh, that's cool, was the helmet. Yes. Was the Mohawk yes. helmet. Yes, the Mohawk helmet created by uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick and the artist she worked with in the latest run of Captain Marvel. It looks it looks sick. Uh, I, I love, you see, Star Force. It separates Force. her from... It separates her from the other like uh, female heroes who always have their hair perfectly coiffed and stuff. Yeah, and always wearing their hair down when they're fighting. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of strange. She, yeah, when well, that's true, it would get in the way. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's like in those shots, I don't really think it looks like Brie Larson when like, there is when she's flying when she's in the helmet. Mm. I feel like it, it, it. I don't know. I, I, I. Maybe it's the way the helmet obscures her face enough where it doesn't look like her anymore. I don't know. There was one shot where it's. Clearly CGI where she's like blue. Well, yeah, it's like the sp- the space mask while they're flying yeah, through space. Yeah, but the other one, actually, I, I looked, it, it is her. It's her. They're, she is wearing the mask, and I can tell that's her. Mm. That's the lower half of her face. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. covering up most of it. Uh, we get a great look at young Sam Jackson. and it looks That looks amazing. And young Coulson, too. I don't know if that's some de-aging or it makeup. Is. It looks it's, fucking... It's de-aging. It, it, it looks amazing. They're de-aging and adding hair. Oh, Which yeah, yeah, nice. they're reversing. I'm telling you, man, every old uh, A-list actor is going to want to be in a Marvel movie. This is how you get them. This is how you get your Al Pacino eventually going to be like, all right, make me look like I did in Dog Day Afternoon. Hoo-ha, I'm in the movie. I got green <laughs> things coming out of my hand. Attica. Attica. <laughs> I love the little bits of story you get, like you said, Anthony. She's a renegade soldier, crash lands on Earth, has amnesia. You know, she's not, uh, she she appears to be a Kree soldier, but is she? You see the Kree homeworld of Hala. You see uh, Ronan, uh, his back anyways, looking out. And like when she's- it's The Star Force. The Space Force. Space Force is great. When she's- Star Force. I know, I'm joking. It's just what Trump wanted was the Space oh. Force. Oh, that's right. Uh, I love the energy blast kind of thing and where she's all like, well, is it going binary or what is it in the comics where she's powering up and the electricity is in her eyes? Uh, yeah. Well, here's the question. We already said this is going to be better than Green Lantern. Will this be better than Wonder Woman as their first female lead superhero movie? It's kind of not fair to compare them. I'm sure it'll be a more even film than Wonder Woman. There you go. I'm sure that uh, it'll probably, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to have the same charm. Because, you know, the whole idea of Wonder Woman to fish out of water. Right. It's very charming. I've never seen a yeah. man before. Yeah. 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 Uh, the magical world of all women that are strong and in charge. That that doesn't have that going for it. So I think it's going to be a toss up almost. I think it might be a better film. 
Mm. But I don't know if it's going to have the same amount of impact. It'll be a ah, uh, that's interesting. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. I would agree with everything Rogue said. I don't, I don't think, I don't think at this point you can say it's going to be a better, better in any part. I mean, it could be a, it, it might, most likely it'll be a better film, and then they'll stick the third, the the third act. But you know, Black Panther didn't stick the third act either. So that's a good point. That's a good point they, too. They, yeah. Who knows? I, I don't, I don't think you can guarantee. I, I. I don't think it'll have the cultural impact as Rugboy said, just because not only the things Rugboy mentioned, but also Wonder Woman feels it wasn't, but it feels like the first superhero movie yeah, with yeah. featuring a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. So they had that going for it too, where all where it was all that well, hype. Well, it's, it's Wonder Woman, right? All right, she's yes, iconic. Yes. Now, Captain Marvel, like most people, don't know who she is. Like yes. you ask the passerby that's on the street, like who's Captain Marvel, they won't know. Right. Um, Carol Danvers is a very convoluted and complicated and messy character like she's been a million things she's throughout history been changed and rechanged and given different power sets and done all different things and uh so even if you did know carol danvers is you might not know she's captain marvel so it's like uh the notoriety is only there for like the diehard fans but this is like you know this is chapter 21 in this long ass book that everyone is reading. So I, I think that her introduction this way is, uh, especially doing that thing at the end of infinity war is just going to get a lot of people interested. And then it's They're rolling the dice, yeah. like with guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Like with yeah. a pretty much like unknown character that they could pretty much mold. However they want. It's whether that it becomes a cultural thing. If Marvel can stoke the flames of the Twitter verse to get like all these people to, uh, to go see this as like a feminist uh, icon, then maybe, you know, maybe it'll have some kind of hype. I think, I mean, I think it will have, I think it'll be a pretty solid film. And I mean, I, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm excited as well. This is like a, a hero that power sets we haven't seen yet. The most powerful being in the MCU, like flying, arguably, yes. Uh, you know, strength. What's cool rubidity. about it too is, and I'm not always that hyped about prequels, but I think this prequel is is nice because it's adding to the lore yep, of, yep. of, you know, yep. the 90s. So Nick Fury before, you know, adding depth to Nick Fury's line when he says Iron Man, you think you're the only superhero. Yeah. yeah. Um, and adding depth to Nick Fury's character. You know, he's a, it seems like he's a totally different guy in this film. So making him someone different, different and uh, seeing a personality and character side of him that we haven't seen before, someone that was maybe not believing in the government or didn't believe in aliens or was just a like a desk jockey. Well, I love the um, line where he's like, I almost quit. This is going to be my yeah. last day until this car chase space invasion and I met you. And he's almost like not as intense, you know, as we've seen him uh, as the older Nick Fury. So that that's very cool too. Well, and, and also, I think it'll resonate with fans that the first, before, after Captain America, um, the first hero... That was a part of the modern era was a woman was yep, Captain yep, Marvel. Yep. And they're retconning that in, and then it looks like she's going to be the pun intended Trump card <laughs> um, <laughs> in in Infinity War. So I think a lot of people will be really pleased if they execute this well. You know, you introduce the Skrulls, and the first thing I'm, I'm surprised we didn't even talk about this yet is who's already a fucking Skrull because now this is a very easy MacGuffin to uh, undo things, to bring characters back, saying these people were actually Skrulls this whole time and you just didn't know until now. Do you think they'll do that uh, to, to some of their bigger characters? Not yet. Not yet? 
they so maybe maybe yet. when um do you think that when Doctor Strange looked into the possibilities, he saw he that saw this, everybody was scrolls and he let them die? Oh, oh, maybe. That oh. the scrolls actually took over, uh, that the invasion happened. Well, how would the MacGuffin uh, work otherwise? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you've fucking mentioned it. Well, look, there, another, uh, like, <laughs> so there's another confusing shot of like they're doing an autopsy on a scroll, and what's his name is there as the the human version who plays Talos. Uh I forgot his name. Uh Ben Mendelssohn character who's gonna play the scroll leader. He's standing there as human, like uh cutting up a scroll. You see it real quick. And will the quantum realm be a part of her the explosion that makes her? I like how this is not like a traditional origin. We're gonna see it through flashbacks. We're probably gonna learn it as she learns it, which is that's that's a great narrative thing. I love when they do that. So I don't know. I'm I'm excited for this. Is so a, for now we're all kind of whelmed. Yeah, yeah, we're whelmed. Yeah, well, yeah, overwhelmed. Just perfectly, perfectly. Have whelmed. you seen some of the stuff on uh, Jude Law? Yeah, is he gonna be the bad guy? Is what people seem to be I, saying. I think he is. Do you, I think so Marvel's he, been very coy about this. Oh, so he's not Marvel. I don't think he's Marvel. I think he's Jan Rog. Oh, I saw that name pop up, which is yeah. like, uh, what is that? That's a, is he a, he's a Cree, he? oh, he's a Cree, um, bad Cree guy. soldier. That's kind of a bad guy. Cree, bad guy. Oh, he might boy. be the guy that I think, uh, mind wipes her. And then she figures out about her past being on earth. I mean, they're telling the story. It looks like, again, pure speculation, yeah. but it looks like they're telling it where she's going to have flashbacks. So it's not nonlinear storytelling. Right. right. Um, but there's this running theme of her always like, Getting up from fire, from clenching her down. fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. several, so several different up, shots. So. Yeah, you see her as a kid. You see her training. You see her as a pilot. But all like, I think I hope she looks badass. Like I'm hoping she comes off as just like you do not fuck with Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Well, I would like to. I just want to see how they're going to distinguish her character from any other character we've seen mm. in Marvel or in DC. Like, what what are her defining traits? We know what Captain Mar- uh, America's are. Yeah, I, like we yeah, can yeah. list three or four things about each one. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to make her different. You know, we already have kind of like two brash cocky dudes and like Iron Man and maybe like doc, Dr. Strange does his own thing. Like, I mean, you got, you got Dr. Strange, you got Iron Man, you got star Lord. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you got Peter Costley. You got Thor yes, to a certain extent yes. and be pretty cocky. Yeah. And then you, yeah, you got, yeah, you know, yeah, and then yeah. you've got Captain, Captain America, who's like the epitome of just doing good. Right. You know, so what's what's Captain Marvel? Someone that what's doesn't, yeah, be? that doesn't listen to orders, that that jumps in first. How are they going to distinguish this? That's I think that's what it's going to be. But yeah, I'm curious that's how that's very plays cool, out. listener. If you want to continue this discussion with our listeners about this trailer, it's going on right now at our awesome Facebook group called the Jock Under Nation. It's an exclusive closed group just for you. Join us. Uh, and you'll have a lot of geeky fun, a lot of great fun conversation. I got to shout out uh, our buddy Fiddlesticks Winterbottom the third. Is that his real name? Uh, sure. Okay, I, unless cool. until he proves a uh, birth certificate and proves me otherwise. Fiddlesticks actually comes to us from back in the blab days, man. He brought that up and I was like, true. holy shit. And then he told me a what the fuck episode put us on his radar. Thank you, Matt Delhauer. Uh, but Fiddlesticks posted uh, some photos to help me with my sock game or lack of a sock game, as I revealed last episode. Uh, I have been wearing socks all summer. What I find hilarious is after all the fucking meaningful conversation and discussion starters and all the shit we say, 
The fucking socks is the thing that generates like 40 comments on a Facebook Yeah, because thing. it's fucking disgusting. Is it, you don't is wear it socks. really? I, look, I will. I started wearing socks again. I'm on day right. two. See, I don't, so you, I don't you're like, such, you, you give in. You're such a pussy. Well, you know? it was getting cold anyways, and it's turning. <laughs> it's fucking fall. It runs so easy. I really it's so easy. Yeah. I'll put the socks so on. I'll tell you what. I don't like it. I don't like it. They're warm. <laughs> They're, uh, my feet are feeling the suffocating. What can we get Imran to like, do? I don't like, like it. Against his own will. Like, that's what I want to know. I'll do like, anything. How can we once. manipulate Imran to do, like, can we manipulate Imran into wearing, like, a, a monocle, maybe? <laughs> okay, you're the <laughs> boss. pocket watch. <laughs> I, I, listen, I take it's direction. It's cool, Imran. Do it. I take direction <laughs> Be very. Be like the peanut guy. Uh, with if the top if enough people agree on something. <laughs> He'll he'll do it. This is why I, it's always good in uh, theater, and uh, I take direction very well. <laughs> you can mold me. Uh, visit our contact page on the website uh, for links on how to join there. Moving on, this is a crazy story. The streaming wars are getting heated up. Uh, Variety comes out with a story headline: Loki, Scarlet Witch, other Marvel heroes to get own TV series. On Disney streaming service. Geek Boner. Here's, yep. here's the highlights from uh, this uh, article. They're an early development on an ambitious plan for a number of limited series. Shows will likely be centered on Loki and the Scarlet Witch, along with other beloved superheroes who have yet to appear in their own standalone movies. Uh, Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen are expected to play them in the shows, which instantly sets this whole thing on to another level. Oh, yep. shit. Holy shit. The budget's expected to be hefty, rivaling those of major studio productions, six to eight episode limited series. Uh, Marvel Studios will produce with Kevin Feige to take a hands-on role in the development of these series. Insiders stress the Avengers that have gotten their own movies like Iron Man and Captain America will not be featured. That's fine. With the studios focusing on characters who have served as second-tier characters in the MCU, which there are t- a ton of. And Bob Iger, just to remind people, has said he w- this is going to be less than Netflix. It's going to come out sometime in 2019. But the most perplexing thing about they have all these sources and they're like Marvel and Disney has no comment. Well, no, they're not. They're going to. I guess they're going to. They, they're going to yeah. announce this when they're ready. But holy fuck, geek boner! Uh, th- now I got to buy this fucking thing. <laughs> you have a geek boner over this? Yes, because what other studio could get their movie actors like Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen to do streaming? T- like that's now we thought the DC Universe streaming, which we'll talk about in a second, had comic books was a unique experience. Holy shit, you can't well, touch I this. Well, I mean, uh, wait a minute. The guy who plays Loki, he was on TV for a while. Was he was he? on that show like uh, about the uh, fuck. He was on some TV show on like AMC or something. He, he ran a hotel or something. I don't remember. Nobody watched it. The concierge or something like that. Yeah, I, don't I don't think anybody it watched it. I, I, yeah, but he, he was on a show that nobody watched right. after he was Loki. That's true. Loki, so, I mean, that's not, Loki made him huge. Yeah. So, I mean, him playing Loki, that's a little bit more attractive. But, I mean... I feel like this is cool and everything, and it, it a, a show about Loki might be interesting, but I'm not really like, whoa, my God, well, I got to get this app now. Well, think of all the potential of these. Uh, there's so many supporting characters that are, are super fascinating. Uh, you know, you could do a whole show in Wakanda with the side characters. That'd be fucking cool. Amy, what do you think? This is, am I, am I, mean, am it, I overreacting as usual? No, no, I don't think, <laughs> actually on this one, I, I kind of lean oh, towards shit. you. Yeah, yeah. I win. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to buy the fucking thing just because of this, but. After uh, listening to Business Wars, right? Listening to Netflix yes. and yes, uh, Blockbuster. The what what's king in this is who's going to have the best content. Yep, and um, 
I mean, Disney has to make a splash, and I, I don't think just simply moving over Sh- Agents of Shield yeah, or, or yeah. even even the Netflix stuff um, is going to be that yeah. splash. I think yeah. getting what people have always wanted to see is those is those characters from the movies on the on the weekly shows as well. So they're not really uh, Marvel's not really or Disney's not really going to let Warner Brothers and DC show them up on the no, app. No, that, exactly. That that's the point. Is there like DC does it first? Go Marvel Marvel's does it, do it better. Say it with us, listeners. We've had several examples of this. This theory is supported by scientific fact. Well, and and if you look into just you know the amount of content they've acquired from Fox, yes, I mean, they're they're gonna have a lot. They were gonna have a lot that can they can throw man, on the yes, streaming service. Yes, all like the minor X Men characters, and uh, maybe like a like Fantastic Four would be a great serialized TV show that they can now well, produce. Also, what's perfectly. what's big is that Fihe's gonna be in producing. So like a lot of yes, Netflix stuff, yes. all the TV stuff, Marvel TV, yep, um, doesn't really have Fihe. So it's like brother, it's like cousin in name only to those movies. They're not really up but to this, par. This but might this actually coming. be. Um, on that level, this is coming from the man himself. So, does that mean Loki is not dead? Spoilers. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it could be a, like a come prequel. on. You know, of course he's not. Yeah, dead. but he got his throat got crushed. It was pre-snap. He lo- or he's was guardian and he's a magician or he's a scroll. I don't know. He definitely has some kind of contingency plan. Or it could be a prequel. Could be in the past. I don't know. Young Loki. Young. Yeah, they could do young Loki. Young and firm uh, this I dude, I think this is this is a crazy announcement and like you said, Anthony, this is gonna I think they're smart waiting. Like now this is the smartest thing they could do. They've waited to see everybody else kind of drop their stuff and what they're doing, and they've been taking notes. And it's gonna be this is the new race now, is who's yep. gonna yep. run the, the streaming who's who's gonna run the streaming television. Uh this story also came out that kind of relates. Uh the ABC has announced a Marvel female heroes TV series in the works from Wonder Woman writer Alan Heinberg. Very early announcement, uh, but it's just going to be a team of uh, female Marvel superheroes, which that that's great. They need something to replace Agents of Shield, I guess, on regular oh, ABC. Done? It's got one more season, and it's a mid-season thing, and there's not as many episodes, so hmm. it's not coming back until like January or next year. And uh, that this one, Jeff Loeb is producing. That's where the difference is. Jeff Loeb with yeah, the Marvel, Marvel TV, TV. Yeah. and Fiji with the streaming. So I thought that was interesting. They're 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 going to be making more stuff for network ABC. So speaking of the streaming services, the DC Universe app has launched. Yay! Talking nerd. Uh, did you guys have a chance to check it out? We have an account for the show. It's all right. I haven't checked. You didn't check it out. Chance. Thoughts, no. Rugs, thoughts on the app so far. What 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 do you feel? How does it feel? What'd you like on it? I mean, the app is designed nice. I thought so too. I mean, uh, what are you uh, watching on? I heard I'm I'm watching it on Android. On your phone okay. right on now. On your phone. No. Oh, Android no. TV? Yeah, I, yeah. You have an Android TV. TV. Okay, we'll get into where you can find it cuz there's that's a little bit uh disappointing right yeah, now. Yeah, so I'm watching on an Android smart TV. Yeah. I was I was watching someone like they did a review of it. Yeah. And there was a lot of features I didn't find on mine. Oh. Like, they're supposed to be an encyclopedia. There's like a Wikipedia character section. Uh, I couldn't find mm. it on the on the version I was mm. using. Okay. So I was a little 
What are you using it on? So here's the thing. I'm right now. I just have it on my iPhone. Here's what happened. Originally, uh, I think uh, Fiddlesticks posted like a bunch of bad reviews they were getting when this thing launched because people were having login issues. And I myself, I had to just reset the password. But then it worked fine. It wasn't a big deal. I wasn't going to run yeah. and leave them a shitty review. Because that's I mean, not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to email the support of the fucking thing instead of just post things on the internet. I just always it's an Android TV. Real quick, I have a Samsung. Is that an Android TV? Anything that's a smart TV, uh, usually, I think. Uh, I think that most TVs run Android. Well, it right. has okay. to be specific. So here, here's where you can watch this right now. On, it has to be specific. What does that like, mean? Like, I think it's got to be a certain kind of Android TV. Now, I don't know. Here, there's where you can find it. On, on your computer, of course, in a browser, yeah. iOS devices, which will be iPhone, iPad, Android devices for right. your phone, your tablet, Android TV, Apple TV, and Roku. And that's it. Now, here's the thing with Apple TV. It's only on the latest model of the Apple TV, fourth gen or later. I have an older model. I can't get it on there because you can't download apps on that model, only on oh. the new model, which sucks. I also have a Fire Amazon Fire Stick which it's not on. That is disappointing. But they said they will add additional devices in the future. So I feel like eventually they better. They, that's fucking sucks. Yeah, that's all it's on right now. So right now I'm just enjoying it on my phone. I, I read, I read the, the new teen Titans. Number one, Marv Wolfman, George Perez from back in the day. I watched some, uh, animated series, brave in the bowl. There's a bunch of like documentaries and cool features. It's not bad. And they've added more comic books now. So once these shows start hitting this thing, yeah. I think it'll they be really like cool. They didn't really front load it with a lot of stuff. No, they, like it's no, they got, didn't. It, yeah. it's pretty bare. Yes, right now they have a shitload. Yes. Like they have like a shitload of comics yes. on there because there's nothing else to, to right. watch. And there's more comics I mean, on there now than there were when it launched. So yeah, they they keep like adding more and more comics. But basically, they have all the the the, the Nolan Batman movies yeah. except for Rise. I think I don't have yeah, Batman which is Rises. Weird. I don't know why they have the third. They don't have the third one. And they, they don't have, have the third. They have one. a bunch of all the Superman movies. Are they have there. the the Nicholson Batman. And you know that one. They have a couple of other movies. They have a lot, uh, a few old TV series, um, like the old Flash, Birds of Prey, and some other stuff. But like nothing like was I wasn't overwhelmed. Like I could get a lot. Of, I, I used to be able to get a lot of the stuff yeah, on Amazon yeah. TV. It's a good base right now. Once they start making original content, that's going to be the real test. Yeah, it's not worth getting it now. Uh, but in Octo right. October twelfth, uh, the Titans show will debut first I think episode. maybe a month from now they gotta they gotta really like start like uh filling up this thing the key is good content if, if you can get if yeah, you can get yeah. content that's getting good reviews apparently that's when you can get some buys Batman is gonna be in the Titans movie or uh, there was a shot a set shot of the suit like Batman is you mean the show in the show the yeah I keep calling it a movie well I watched uh the first like 20 minutes of birds of prey yeah and Batman's in that oh he was in that too well, he's in flashback. How yeah. bad is that? It's pretty bad. Yeah. But, I mean, well, let me ask you this, Rugs. On the Android TV, do you have to actively go and download the app, or is it just there? You go to Google Play. Oh, okay. And the app's there. You just download it, and then boom, okay. it's on your TV, just like Netflix. So, you Anthony, just... does your TV have Google Play and all that? It has a feature where I can download apps. Okay, that's then so, you might be able to get it. Yeah, I'll have to look at yeah. it. And, uh, and then I'll have to look at the login because I don't remember. I'll that. send it over. Check it out. Uh, we will definitely we'll, we'll, we'll want to review the first episode of Titans when it drops in October. More DC uh, movie news. We have our first look as Joaquin Phoenix 
as the Joker. This movie is happening, people. First of oh, all, shit. people still can't believe they're actually making this movie. Oh, they put out a press release saying we have started production. Uh, just Jared has the shots. Of course, they always do. And Louis Paz just posted on our Facebook group a two-minute video of them filming the scene. Uh, you can't hear what they're saying, but you get a good look at uh, Joaquin Phoenix's movements as the character, which will be named Arthur Fleck. Is there a precedent for that name? Uh, the only thing I can think of is it's a inside a Fleck, Affleck, Affleck. Is it like a Ben Affleck thing? I don't think there's ever been an Arthur Fleck. We've had Jack Napier in the 1989 Batman movie where yeah. they made the guy who shot Thomas Wayne actually Joker. <laughs> You got Jerome. You got Jerome. You have Joe Chill, who shot his parents, but he's not necessarily he's not, he's the, not Joker. the Joker. Yeah. Then, but you never knew the Joker's name, so I don't know where this Arthur Fleck is. I don't know if it's a nod to a writer or an artist, or I have no idea. I don't know where this. Or they were just Does going it, was for there the, ever a name in, in the Killing Joke? No, they never gave him a name. I don't think so. He was just a regular guy. I think they're going for the Affleck joke. <laughs> the Ben Affleck. Uh, anyways, guys, what do you think of uh, the, uh, Joaquin's look here? Obviously, pre, uh, you know, when he becomes the Joker. It reminds me of Jim Carrey in Batman Forever. He, he kind of looks like a drunk Willy Wonka or something. But he is, he is, it's reminiscent of Heath Ledger a little bit in the long hair and the layers of clothing that he's wearing. But uh, I don't know. He's walking. I mean, the yeah. vibe is... Uh, it's definitely creepy. I mean, you, yeah. the, the shots. There's he's in front of a looks like an abused carnival ride, or not even a carnival oh, yeah, ride, so, but yeah, like, it's one like of a those kids like, ride that's abandoned. Kids, yeah, yeah, that's like a abandoned nickel in. that you put a nickel yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, carousel. Um, and he's got he's talking to a clown in one of these, or interacting with yeah. someone with paint on their face. Yeah, I mean, there's it's a creepy vibe. But he looks creepy. He I mean, looks I don't creepy. Know. He that's all I got. Creepy. Really, he looks creepy. I just hope that when he turns into the Joker, he rocks the high and tight. Oh, uh, you think you think like, he should cut dude. his hair? Well, but Ledger had long hair, and it kind of worked. Yeah, but I wanted to distinguish from that, right? Because right, we've never had the like the high and tight, the Joker. high and tight Joker. I agree. Yeah, like yeah. the one with the slicked back, yep. messy in the front I, I, hair. Yep, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, that he's so in the beginning of the scene, he's walking out. You see the sign on the door says "Haha's Talent Booking," and he like turns around and spits at the door. Obviously, he didn't get the gig or got pissed off, and then he grabs the the clown nose off this dude and tosses it. I like his movements; it does look creepy. So I just I thought that was uh, that that first shot of just his face on Instagram that he put out was I was like, okay, so this is the guy. I mean, this could be either really good. I, I don't think there's going to be anything. It's either going to be really good or it's going to be a huge miss because this is a big. I mean, Joker's a big name, yeah, but I mean. No one really does Joker's story, like you know, origin stories, because mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, he's that he's that monster that you don't really want to know. You don't really that like the the origin is never as interesting as just the unknown. Well, you demystify him, and then he's not scary anymore. Right. What if this is? Uh, I'm going to say that this is like a possible story that someone's telling. That could be. I mean, that like, possible. and this is one possible. Uh, I think it was this guy that I worked with at the carnival. Yeah, he was weird, and and, and this was his, his recounting of it. And they every, people have all different recountings that are never the same. Well, that wouldn't be a bad idea either. That's uh, 
It's kind of what they were hinting at. It's a great idea. They were hinting at that kind of when Heath Ledger was telling yeah, his own story. All the different stories. Yeah, so they could probably take a page from that, but I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of like dubious for DC to define the Joker on celluloid. Right? Is the, I mean... Unless this is an Elseworlds or something that we're not supposed to take in canon. Yeah. So. Well, it's part of their, like... Look, if this is just, like, a standalone, one-off kind of thing, uh, I think it's great. Like, one version of it. It doesn't have to connect to other things. Uh, Bradley Cooper is now producing this movie. And, right, that and the cast? I mean, remember this cast? Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, Bill Camp, Francis Conroy, Brett Cullen is now cast as Thomas Wayne, uh, and a whole bunch of awesome, Mark Maron, and a whole bunch of awesome character actors you've seen in other shows and movies. Like, the more I hear about this, the more I think this is actually probably going to be really good. Like, I'm kind of excited to see what they pull off with this low budget. It's only got a $55 budget. It's going to be gritty. It'll be fine. It'll be just fine or like Logan good. I think this could be like Logan dark good. It could be. You know? If it's a hard R rated. I, really, I mean, I like a lot. Of, I like the cast. I'm a little dubious on making a Joker solo film. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not put off by anything. Yeah. It's as long as a good story. They and could and it's still... honestly, it's way too fucking early to even tell. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't coming out until next year. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to get a, a, a good look at him. Uh, moving on, I put this in there because we had uh, discussed Mary Poppins earlier. The Mary Poppins Returns trailer. Oh, this I didn't see is this. out. And I just put it in here because, Rugs, we were saying guys, and guys at work too, guys my age, like, we fucking love Mary Poppins. They're like, it's my favorite Disney musical. I've showed it to my kids. We watch it all the time. And I thought I was going to be mad at this, but. You know what? I'm not mad. This might be huge for them. It's coming out the same day as Aquaman, December 21st. I didn't see the trailer. Good luck, Aquaman. Is there singing in it? There is singing. Yes, there's singing. There's anime. Oh. Here's what I like. They did what like they did in Cobra Kai. I thought they were going to redo it. No, it is Jane and Michael Banks from the first movie. Jane and Michael Banks, all grown up. They have kids, and they're going through some shit, and Mary Poppins comes back to help them out. And Emily Blunt... Looks great. It's uh, Lin, Mel- Lin Manuel Miranda's playing the Burt part, and Dick Van Dyke does a cameo at the end of the trailer as the old guy from the bank from the first movie. It looks super charming and just like delightful. They're popping into animated things. It's it has the same feel of the original. I don't know. I think this is going to be a, a a big one for the Disney Machine in December. I think, I think I've said this on the show. I just watched the trailer. Yeah. Mary Poppins does nothing for me, yeah. so I, I have no comment on this. Uh, yeah, I just don't understand Mary Poppins it's you, at all. You, have you watched the first movie? No. Okay. So I've, I literally I, all I know is Mary Poppins in name only. You That's it. just I've probably seen a movie when I was a child, and I don't remember. It's it. delightful. Uh, it, never, it doesn't resonate with me like Fantasia or yeah. like any of the other Disney '90s Disney movies. I, look, it has ultimately. You never heard supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Anybody sing that? Say that? I mean, I've heard yeah. that yeah. that term, yeah. but I don't. I've never heard it in a song. It's Mary Poppins still holds up too today. But Emily Does Blunt it? seems to. We used to sing that in chorus. Oh, really? <laughs> it's it. This looks this looks charming. I gotta hand it to them. They they uh, I think they did well. But it's Aquaman's competition, which was like now. Uh, good luck, fucking Aquaman. We'll get into no, families. That, 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 that's a big blow. Yeah, that's going to be, that's a big, that's a big fuck up right there. Yeah. <laughs> Very charming. Disney. Whose part you have, uh, mm, I don't know. On, on scheduling. On scheduling. Yeah, scheduling. Aquaman, you, you should move your date. 
Imagine he gets his ass kicked by Mary Poppins. <laughs> That'd be embarrassing. Disney Holy would just be shit. laughing so much. That might be what happens. What humiliation. I'm telling you, everyone my age who has kids is going to be taking them to see this right away. I mean, Anthony doesn't even know Mary Poppins. Right. The Anthony's of the world are going to be seeing the Aquaman. All the bros are, are, are going to go out and, and see Mary Poppins. Once the bros get a whiff of Mary Poppins, forget about it. Yeah, like, she's Bro, do you hot. even podcast? Yeah. Uh, okay, we got to end with this. There's no way... We're going to end the new section with this. There's no way we're not talking about the fact that Batman chose his dick in a new comic book. Oh, shit. And it's circumcised. I don't understand this. What's going on? It is circumcised. Are they really showing his dick? Yeah, there's a new uh, Batman series. It's called Damned. It's part of their dark, uh, their darker adult kind of line by the Black Label. The Black Label. And it's by uh, Lee Bermejo and Brian Azzarello. Uh, yeah. And if you click this Vice article, they have the panels to show you exactly. It's him taking off his clothes, and it's his front is in shadow. And oh, there's his penis. Yes, there you go. And it looks like he's got a mushroom. And it is he's got a mushroom it penis. He's got a mushroom head. Yeah, that's right. Bruce Wang. Anyone? The jokes make themselves. The Dark Knight <laughs> is rising. Uh, what? He's the be- world's best detective. Uh, yeah. Wow, what a geek boner. geek boner. So, yeah, we're getting uh, Bruce Wayne's dick for the first time. Yeah, he's a shower, not a grower. Honestly, it's tasteful. He, it's just a little hint of like, a highlight. It looks like he's got like a good like five inches before he even, <laughs> and it's flashy. He's got nothing so. on John Ham. I'll tell you that much. Uh. <laughs> That'll fit in the bat suit, that's for sure. Uh, look, it's tasteful. Look, when you, I've done figure drawings, right? Like, if you had a figure that was back shadowed, this is. What you would see, this is the contour. You would just get a hint of it, put it in. Where So you're going to have to buy the issue to if you want to own the bat dick. Yeah, suck it, digital viewers. Why, why are they doing this? Here's where you're not going to get it. They, DC has censored it in the digital version of the comics. Because, yeah. because do you think you want to fire up this DC Universe app and now you're looking at bat dick? What the fuck? Oh, I just don't understand why they're doing this. Uh, look, it's the adult mature label. and So what? It's like, this is stupid. The guy, I, I read somewhere, the artist said, look, if if I'm drawing this, I'm going to, we usually don't draw it, but if I'm being real and realistic, this is. Hey, listen, this is what the chicks want to see, This is right? what you're going to see. There's going to be a dick there. I can't not put it in there. Hey, listen, we're putting boobs everywhere. So let's yeah. time for a little. He's just trying to be anatomically accurate. And for the, our other friends who this prefer is, that. This Realism. Is this is stupid. It's pure shock value. Like that's, this is so no, low class. See, if, nah, 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 Beckcock. Beckcock would be way more pronounced than it was shock. I think it's tasteful. And like, look, it's the not, guy's dick. It's not tasty. It would be cool if it had horns on the, on, on the <laughs> if end. If it had a little bat, bat mushroom head cowl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? His bat dick's got a little costume. A cock cape. It's, it's got tasteful. A it's perfectly. It's got a cock ring that looks like the bat, it's, the, bat the utility it's belt. It's tasteful like the latest it, issue of you, Playgirl you, you, magazine. Let me, let me, let me put it to you like this. Yeah. It, the damn thing's a fucking number one. <laughs> and they throw his dick in it. Yeah, like they come. That's gonna this sell is, books. This, this, that's their selling. It's going to be. This is going to be the most sought after book. I, I, I by me. I bet, I bet Seth Morgan's excited. Yeah, I bet this thing sells a million copies for Bat Dick. Get your back yes. on newsstands soon. I don't know. They come out Wednesdays. <laughs> if you if you want, all right. We're gonna take a quick break, play a couple of promos, and we'll be back with our review of The Predator and more. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing Zing This This Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G. This. And you can find us every Monday. And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies. As well as video game discussions. Mm Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing Zing This. This is Todd Gersler. This is Craig Cosner. Hate this podcast. The best show you never heard. The best show you're never going to want to hear. I'm just trying to not work and laugh. We're just trying to make each other laugh. Politically correct is bullshit. You could be liberal and not be politically correct. We're just trying to push the envelope. We interview interesting people, comedians, sex positive feminists, musicians. Most of all, we say whatever we want to say. We have a producer we that have a producer. Uh, he likes to overstep the boundaries, right? Yes, yes. He does. He's not funny. You may be offended, but you will laugh on iTunes and Google Plus, Stitcher, and all that shit. I hate this podcast. You can't possibly hate this podcast as much as we do. Doc, and Listener, thanks for hanging out with us each and every week uh, when the show comes out. And if you've ever gotten to the end of one of these shows, you might find yourself going, I wish there was more show. Uh, We can understand. We get that a lot. There is a place where you can get more show. You can join our fan club. It's an exclusive membership site over on Patreon. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And when you sign up, you will get access to a feed with bonus content, exclusive fresh perks uh, just for our fan club members. New this week on the Patreon, we got another episode of Jock Talk, Anthony. Yep. With uh, our buddy Chaz. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. I mean, we're in football season, so a lot of shit's going on. Yeah, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, we might be doing these. uh, We're going to try to do these weekly, so if you're a member of the Patreon, you're getting some... Nice content. Get over there. Get involved. Also, by, Sports talk. by the time uh, this show posts, I will have some quick thoughts on season two of Iron Fist because I finished it. Wow. Uh, w- watch update, you guys. Where you at? I'm one episode away from being done. Oh, okay. Nice. I still got nine more. <laughs> you're, Sorry. You're the opposite of where uh, Rugboy is. Yes. That's fine. That's why he's got a life. Yeah, he's got things to do. That's why I'm going to record a quick thing just so I remember what the fuck I watched uh, by the time we do this review. So uh, look for that and lots of other fun stuff. We are going to do our review of Shane Black's The Predator now, but Ruggs is going to peace out because, Ruggs, you haven't got to see the movie yet. I haven't seen it, and uh, you guys can talk don't, about it. Uh, I, I would uh, don't waste your money. Just wait. You can listen to our review it later, and we will pick up with rugs on the other side of this. All right, Shane Black's the Predator. Uh, here's our review, and here's your spoiler alert, listener. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Let's get the numbers on the this. The predator. The pre. I can't even call it predator anymore. I keep calling it predator. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes went down a little bit from the last time. It's a thirty-four percent, five point one out of ten. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Box office wise, Anthony, remember uh, you made a little prediction. What did I you say? You made. I think you you predicted low, and I think you overshot. 
the prediction. You were like, it's going to make $35 million opening weekend. Is that what you said? Okay. I uh, mean, I don't remember. Uh, it opened. I don't even, I don't even remember what I, I ever, uh, what I say. I don't remember what I say on any of these shows. Also, yeah. I'll, it opened with $24 million. Now the budget of this movie is 88 million. Yeah, that's not good. So far worldwide, it's made 64 million in five days. It's not good, but really were we expecting anything? I mean, more? it's the same amount that, so through the predators made this, the same movie, I think. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're about the same yeah. amount. So it's, it's on par with predators. It's an R rated late in September or September release. It was number one for the weekend with that yeah. 24 million. So, I mean, about prey, prey daters was yeah. at, that was at 40 million. Where this is the predator and it's at eighty eight million budget. So. Uh, so they spent twice as much on this, yeah. which is uh so that puts it at like it made twelve million really or something if you uh, put it in the thing. I don't know how the hell they spent twice as much on uh, this. Uh, right. no, yes. Well we'll get to that. Now, uh, you know, uh Rugboy had a, a good question last time where he was like, You think the uh the scene with the actual sexual predator got cut and the whole thing with Olivia Munn? I don't think it hurt the box you think it did hurt the box office? Yeah, oh, yeah. So I've changed my mind. I think that that negative press definitely hurt the movie. Really? Because I just wasn't in tune with how much coverage this got. Yeah. But, I mean, apparently it got a lot. Well, and there's a whole thing where she like apolo- like she said she told them and they didn't do anything. Well, and she was like accusing the cast of not standing up for yeah, her. Yeah, they kind of distanced. Yeah, they wouldn't do interviews yeah. together. And then Shane Black apologized. Yeah, so I actually think I changed my mind. I've done a 180. I think it Holy did. Holy shit! The the negative publicity didn't help this movie. Well, we have further evidence to 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 prove that this happens. Uh, Kevin Spacey's most recent movie, Billionaire Boys Club. Uh, it wasn't a huge release. <laughs> the day it came out, it was in eight theaters. It made a hundred and twenty six. That's it. A hundred and twenty six dollars. It made a total of like six hundred and eighteen dollars the opening weekend from like not a lot of theaters. So uh, these things starting to hurt the box office a little bit. But I mean, the Shane Black thing—he was—he uh, was kind of dumb. That he knew he knew this guy had a record. Yeah, it that was that was bad. Uh, he, he really fucked up on that one. <laughs> so yeah, twenty-four million opening. Uh, so written and co-directed by said. Shane Black, also starring Boyd Holbrook, Travante Rhodes, Jacob Tremblay, Keegan-Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Sterling K. Brown, Thomas Jane, uh, Jake Busey, and Yvonne Strahovski, uh, among others. Now, Shane Black, is uh, he's only directed like six movies, but he's more known as a writer. Uh, he, this is the guy who wrote Lethal Weapon. He wrote the Lethal Weapon 2, Last Boy Scout, Last Action Hero. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Iron Man 3, questionable. But this, I mean, and he was in the first Predator movie. So it's a nice full circle thing. Before we get to the movie, Anthony, you want to talk about how you saw this movie now or as we talk about it or afterwards? I'm talking about what format. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, I, it's, it definitely affected my viewing. Yeah, so I'll it, talk about it now. Okay, yeah. Um, so I decided for the first time ever to watch this movie in 4DX. Oh, shit. So for those that don't know what 4DX is, it's basically a movie ride. Uh, for lack of a better term, you get in these seats that will sway and um, rumble and have different um, different vibrations according to what's going on in the film. So you know, during a car chase scene, for instance, it might sway one way and sway another or like jostle you a little bit. Um, along with that, 
there will there's wind blowing. So if there's any gunshots or any strong wind, where's you'll this feel wind that. coming from? There's fans on the sides of the theater, and then there's also the chair in front of you will have a a burst of wind. Holy shit! And then scents. Where are the scents coming from? I don't know where the scent. The <laughs> scents really threw me off. So there's part, scenes in forest or where they would throw a scent out there like you were in the forest wow or like burning rubber wow um, i swear at one point i got jo- i got hit with a little water too when there was some blood so or if it's raining you there's probably like a mist in there i didn't know i didn't mm. i didn't catch any mist but i don't think it rained in the movie that's either. crazy how far do these seats actually and is it like j- fast violent movement or is it slow gentle or is it change uh no it's it's i'll say this i wouldn't go into the movie Having drank a lot or <laughs> okay. just eaten a meal yeah. because it, I so mean, it's, like it, a it's literally a ride. Fuck. Yeah, it's like, it feels like a kind of like a roller coaster. Not that intense, but the, I mean, it's not gentle. When the seats move, you're fucking moving around. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So fun movie. Now, I first was giving you shit about like, I always wanted to do this and it's probably expensive. And I was like, I wouldn't pick this movie for this one. But you know what? I think I was wrong. And this is probably the perfect movie to do this for. <laughs> I think so as well. And wh- I think why so is well. that? <laughs> because this movie sucks. Yes. I think if you went to see a movie that you really wanted to enjoy and pay attention, like it would be a little distracting, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I believe this this 40X probably made you think the movie was better than it was. Let's get into our yeah, let's get into it. opening thoughts, overall thoughts. I don't think, what do you think the, uh, coming out of this movie, Anthony? What was going through here? Well, let me just answer your thing real quick. Yeah. This Here's what I hear to what I think. Quick, real quick thoughts about 40X. If you're going in to see a movie you really want to see and you're really into it and you really want to be into all the dialogue and every beat, um, every part of the film, don't see it in 40X because yeah. 40X is a ride and it's somewhat distracting. It's distracting. But for a movie like this where I knew the reviews weren't great, I, it looked to me like it was going to be complete shit. Um, 40X is awesome because... This movie movie made me super excited for any part of any scene where there was some sort of action because I knew I was going to get in it. I was in for some sort of ride, smell, wind in my face, something. Like so this movie made me hyped the entire time just because of 40X. I was wow. anticipating what was going to happen next get to me to in the, the next film. action scene. Yeah, get I was, I was like just get to something else. Let's okay, what else, what else can happen in this fucking movie that will will affect my senses? So 40X Perfect for a shitty movie. Would you have uh, what seen? Was your what would you have seen? Uh, Infinity War in 40x. No, no. I okay, see, see that's the thing. Would you see any Marvel movie in in, in 40x? No, I don't think I would. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I gotta find a shitty movie to go enjoy this 40x. Yeah, find a shitty movie. See it in 40x. How much more money is the ticket? Uh, it was like eighteen bucks. Oh, that's not bad. I thought it yeah, would have been bad. way more. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That's like a premium theater. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. So yeah, yeah. Either watch this movie drunk or in 40 X. It will highly (laughs) improve your enjoyment. Anthony walking out of the theater, uh, overall thoughts on this movie. Let's start there. Let's start there. I don't know where Uh, to start because this movie is a fucking mess. (laughs) I'll start off with what I liked real quick. Okay. Just opening thoughts. I'm a big predator fan. Yeah. As I said on the Patreon, I'm a big predator and alien fan. It's kind my interest in both characters is kind of waned. Um, since the AVP series and and because the movies just in my opinion haven't been that great, but I was still kind of excited to see Predator. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like the character. Mm-hmm. I want to see it on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I enjoyed some of the banter. This was the first Predator film that had a lot of just 
stupid witty lines, for lack of a better term, where it was just like joke, joke, joke. It's pretty much a comedy movie. Yeah, there was a lot of com- a lot more comedy I, I than I had anticipated. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the comedy. Overall, though, I mean, the movie's not great. It, <laughs> there's a ton of problems with the editing. Um, yeah. There's a... I don't understand. It's very confusing. Yeah, the movie just doesn't... There's a lot of parts that just don't add up and make sense. You can tell it's been kind of hacked in the editing room. Oh, yeah. Um, there really isn't any suspense in this movie. None. One, so for one a Predator part, yeah, movie, yeah. Uh, except for one part, yeah. for a Predator movie, there's really no, that like to not have any suspense. Yeah, what's is, the point? Yeah, that I mean that's that's Predator. Yeah, like that you sh- it's supposed to be full of suspense. Yeah. So it's a jokey Predator movie with a big CGI Ultra Predator that sometimes looks okay and sometimes doesn't look great. So overall. Um, I can't even say I'm disappointed because I knew this movie was going to suck. Uh, I'm just going to say that it it's not a great film. Not a good film. <laughs> not, and, and I expected something cool with Shane Black, but I mean, I, this was this was not his best work. See, I think you could say I, I'm. this is a disappointing Shane Black film. Right. He is way better than this. Uh, and uh, clearly had a lot of studio troubles. Here was my experience. Saturday night, sparsely populated theater. Like, clearly, a lot of people are not going to see this movie. Just two rows down, there was this couple. Uh, I don't know if they were drunk, but you know that one dude in the theater that just laughs way too hard at every fucking line and stuff that wasn't even supposed to be funny. And he's commenting back at the movie. And at first I was a little annoyed because I didn't, I honestly found the humor very cringeworthy. I chuckled maybe once. I thought the humor was not good. But by the end of it, I was like, fuck, I wish I could have enjoyed it as much as those guys did. I wish I was drunk too. They had the right idea. I couldn't be mad because at least they were having a good time. And at the end, I'm like, what the fuck is this mess? I will give him credit that he tried something different in terms of a predator movie where it's not just, oh, the predators come to hunt humans again and the humans got to survive. He's actually trying to like build a little bit of this mythology. Yeah, he tried to kind of flip it on its head, uh, add a different twist with the comedy and and add to the mythology of, of predator. But clearly what he wanted and what Fox wanted were two fucking separate things. This isn't as bad as fan fantastic four, but it's close. Yeah. It's close. The editing is that uh, you can't tell what the fuck's going on. Characters just disappear. They're all just killed at once. It's crazy. Look, should we give him a quick recap of the plot? Cause it's, it's straightforward, but it's jumbled at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I'll do it just because there's probably not a lot of no one's gonna see this movie. A lot of people that are gonna watch That's this. That's the problem. Uh, basically, the plot is Boyd Holbrook's character. I don't even know what his fucking name That'd is. Be a, uh, oh, I don't know what his name is. He gets, he's on a mission. Gets <laughs> yeah. caught up with a predator visiting Earth. Um, this predator is captured. Quinn and studied. McKenna. Yeah, this predator is captured and studied. Quinn McKenna is taken into custody and labeled a crazy person by the military because there's this big cover-up. Um, well, he turns stole out, some tech and mailed it yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> turns out this this smart kid, this kid that has autism, brings a predator, inadvertently calls a, a super predator, an ultra predator over to, um, to Earth. This ultra predator is hunting the previously captured predator because this previously captured predator has cargo that he's given to humans. The ultra predator... Uh, they discover that these predators are now upgrading themselves. They're hybridizing. With, yeah, they're hybridizing with different strands of alien DNA, the best aliens in the world, including humans, yeah. and they're they're hybridizing. Um, they're coming 
what Shane Black added is not only this hybridizing of the aliens, but the fact that the aliens are visiting Earth more often because either they think we're going to kill ourselves due to global warning, yeah, warming, yeah. so they want to get as many strands of human DNA as possible, or predators love warm weather and they think we'll kill ourselves and, and they they're eventually going to take over Earth. Okay, so basically... You got a ultra predator. <laughs> There's a lot of you got shit a, going on in this movie. You got a there. You got a you got a regular you got predator. Regular you got predator. them hunting each other. Then you got Boyd Holbrook's character being captured. You got the but loonies. Then, yeah. Then rallying a group of crazy military people with PTSD to hunt the predators because they want to save his kid because his kid is now being hunted by the ultra <laughs> predator because his kid is now the next step in evolution. Yeah. Um, because he's autistic, he is, which means he is now smarter, apparently, than everybody. He's elevated, yes. He's elevated yeah. because uh, autism is now considered in this film a form of evolution where you are, it is the next set step for humanity. That's interesting. It's kind of So there's a lot of like interesting stuff here, but it's really not put together all no, that expertly. No. And um, it's so Should I spoil in. the ending? Uh, let's jump to the ending. It had, Clearly, they changed the ending. We'll talk about... First of all, tell them what the ending is. I will tell you what the original ending was in the script that they fucking yeah. scrapped. So this movie Shane ends. Black, obviously. Now let's remember Shane Black did Iron Man 3. So keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. This movie ends with uh, the good guys killing the Ultra Predator. He had been attempting to take back uh, Boyd Holbrook's autistic son, who's like 10 years old. Yeah. Um, because apparently he is the key to the next Predator evolution because he's smart. Um, and he figured out how to get on the ship. So they kill him. They get back the kid. Um, they find the cargo that the original Predator had wanted to give to humans because I guess he was part human and sympathized with humanity. But this I thought was cool. He had human DNA and he was delivering a weapon to fight back against the Predators that were coming to invade. So it was a Predator killer. Right. So he gives uh, humanity this cargo that jumps on some random scientists and for lack of a better term looks like uh, alien tech shredder holy shit yeah it, and it is the <laughs> predator killer armor that now boyd holbrook's character says at the end is he's going to be wearing. so a human this thing latches onto the doctor and a human turns into like a predator killer it is the it doesn't even look that good and it doesn't no, make any sense and it's well, it makes no sense because <laughs> well it makes no sense because obviously it looks bad yeah. but also keep in mind and you hit the spoiler button, right? Uh, yes. Spoiler alert. This predator. Wow, we've spoiled a lot. Yeah. So sorry Fuck about it. that. No one's watching this movie. But so this predator that has been determined that was helping humanity. What makes no goddamn sense is the humans like strap this predator to a fucking uh, gurney, and like he gets up and he immediately starts killing people. So like. And and when he arrived on Earth, he like skins the first two people he sees. So I thought the code so, like, was they don't. Uh, but if he wants to help humans, why the fuck is he killing? That's everybody? that's my point. Why was he killing everybody? Why are you showing these scenes? Like the first time he crash lands on Earth, he kills a bad guy, um, he a good guy, Quinn's teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like slaughtering people in the in the uh, in the secret science. But you location. came here to help. Us. But he what came the here fuck to help are you us. Doing? He's wearing yeah, fishnets. Uh, okay. Well, they always wear fishnets. <laughs> fishnets are great. I let's talk about let's talk about the CGI because I thought the 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 smaller regular predator like the practical effect predator. I thought he looked pretty cool. You know, he looked right. like a predator. Yeah, the the regular predator looks as good as ever. Yeah. Uh, and the scene where he's, I mean, it's not very suspenseful, but when he's no chopping suspense. up people, yeah. I mean, it looks fine. I mean, that is actually the only scene when he is 
stalking Olivia Munn's character and she needs to decontaminate decan- decontamination. Yeah, that's the yeah, only yeah, scene yeah. that's slightly suspenseful. I thought we were going to see some Olivia Munn boobies for a second, but no, uh, that didn't no. happen. But that's it. That is the only suspense in the movie. And then the rest of it is just like a predator slasher gore flick. But then you get to the 10 foot ultimate predator with his predator dogs. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's so oh, bad. That, so oh, you can see like when his foot is on the ground, it's clearly like see CGI'd the one that the first dog gets killed it looks like something from the cw like it, lo- dogs are bad. <laughs> it looks so bad they're played up for a comedic effect but they're just so they look so bad on screen it is so, and you know and you don't understand no. like there's the one dog gets killed the other one gets shot in the head but then starts following humans yeah around. that's like, it, it's, it's weird they yeah. don't i don't understand why like how did it turn? I, so I feel like there was stuff that was cut out where there was a whole thing where the dog, I thought like Olivia Munn's character and the dog were going to bond and he was going to save her at the very last second. Well, they did kind of. So bond. I think they, they cut all that shit out. It seems like, and then there was like a weird shot where this dog was running at him, like an actual dog. And I was like, Oh, they're going to save the dog. But then, yeah. but then it just cuts away. The whole movie is obviously it's repurposed scenes from other things. Shane Black has admitted they reshot the entire ending of this movie. Here's the original ending in the script. The original script reportedly found Holbrook, Munn, and Tremblay having just defeated the Predator when all of a sudden, a chopper lands near them. The man who comes out is none other than Schwarzenegger's Dutch. Uh, Dutch Schaefer, his face haunted, etched by pain. He then tells the trio to come with him, leaving Rory to ask me too. And Dutch replying, especially you. Rory being the the autistic kid. Rory's the autistic kid. kid. But uh, Schwarzenegger said the part wasn't big enough, and then he got the job to do the new terminator movie but shane black's like look if we do another one i can write you a bigger part if you want to come back yeah. in uh but man just i didn't understand so many things first of all sterling k brown's character who's the government guy he's was like a dick for no reason was he a bad guy are we working His, with him he like he was a bad guy but it was like but what is he trying to get here I, like, no, why why i didn't understand what, the like, point what of what they were motive doing for yes. being bad yeah, like what makes yes. him bad? Why is other he than a just dick? Being bad? He's just yeah. he's like such a dick. And then, well, the best part about him, yeah. I don't know if you're going to say this, yeah. but he uh, he's actually fucking hilarious in the film. Yeah, like, I think yeah. I actually like he's just he's just having a great time, yeah. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, but and he's just chewing on fucking chips or bubble gum the yeah. entire fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but the part where the third act where they're in the forest and they're getting hunted by the predator. Yes. So Sterling K. Brown's character has the plasma cannon on his shoulder what? now. Where did this come from? Well, it came from Alien, the Predator tech. Yeah. That's not the most confusing. So he's he has it, and he's able to kind of shoot. Then it cuts to the scene where he shoots it, and his head explodes. <laughs> yes. And they cut away so goddamn quick. I was like, quick. wait a minute. Did that? Yeah. Is that, is that him? I was next to my one of my- is I was next to a, a friend of mine, <laughs> yeah. and I go, what the fuck just happened? That's, that's, that's what I was so and, confused. I, and I didn't realize he had died yes. until the end of the film. Yes. And I was like, oh, he's not around anymore. Yes, that was the most <laughs> fucked up editing. I was like, wait, that, he was a huge character. Did he just die? And they just he, kind he of- shoots his own head off, which I guess could have been played up for laughs, but they cut so goddamn quickly that you don't even realize he just shot him his own head off. This is what I think. So let me ask you this other question. There, that scene, so towards the end when all the loonies uh, you know, instead of the predator like hunting them down one by one, they all just die all of a sudden, real quick cuts, and you could barely fucking have time to breathe. That one scene where Michael Keegan, Michael Key, Thomas Jane, 
where they were both dying and they did like the double suicide to each other, shooting the head. Yeah. Did people laugh in the theater when that happened? No, not necessarily. Because the They'd... guy next to me laughed really loudly when that happened, and uh, that confused me. I I enjoyed uh, Thomas Jane's Tourette's. Yeah, I have to admit. That's and when, he, when he says the line about pussy or something yeah. to oh, Olivia yeah. Munn, I... oh yeah. I mean, there was so much swearing, and I love swearing normally, but I'm like, a lot of this is just unnecessary. But the kid got to swear, and I was, I love when you let the fucking kids swear. My my one of my one of my other weird things is they, they like three or four times in the movie the the humans use the cloaking technology. How did they know how to use that? First of all, well, not only that, but it was just so fucking random. Like yeah. they used it at the most random times. I'm like. Like the first time Boyd Holbrook uses it, he uses it inside of a shop, right? To, to scare the something, guy, yeah. and he scares the guy. But then there's one time like Olivia Munn uses it, and I'm like, "Wait, what? Like, why? Why is she using it? Like, what was the point? The, exactly. And why do they use this more? So that was that little ball, right? Yeah, it was a little ball. Uh, see, that he I swallowed. didn't. I didn't. Under, <laughs> he, oh, he swallowed it. I just thought I was like, "You're not explaining what this is." Oh, now you have the ball. Now you have like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, so this is what I think that happened. I think the studios were like, let's see, what can we do? We did uh sci-fi in uh, the jungle. We did a sci-fi horror in the city. How about a comedy in the suburbs? Let's do that. Uh, such a, like it was a generic, I couldn't tell you where this takes place. Was it Florida? Was it uh, new England? I'm not sure. This movie. Yeah. Where does it take yeah. place? Oh, fuck. I don't Generic know. Denver? Colorado? Colorado? Yes. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> the, the, I know the first part of the movie takes place in Mexico, but they, the 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 forest doesn't look any <laughs> fucking different than when they cut back to, like, in America. You know what else is? It fucking never works. And I, and I almost laughed. <laughs> um, but when you start translating the fucking into, yes, into, into, into English. Yes. What did he? That was horrible. I would give you like, a He was like, where start. did you hide the cargo? Yeah. And then it's horrible. And then and then you got the the fucking uh, what do you call that? Uh, where you like Rosetta learn, Stone? Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Rosetta Predator, Stone for Predator. Where he's like, okay, you have. Yeah, how did that I'm work? I'm going to give you a warning, and now you have. I'm going to give you a head start before I hunt you. I'm like, oh my god, they're translating. Yeah, the you Predator don't stuff. need to do that. Also, that's just too much. You know, another thing you don't need to do. You don't need to call them predators. I hate that they were like calling them predators. Like, oh, it's a predator. We picked the name. It's called predators. Like, oh, they were just making fun of yes, like the whole movie. They're just yes. making fun of like the name. The name. They're like, wasn't he like a hunter? Well, now predator's cooler. <laughs> I like that in the other movies they called them hunters. Do you know? The uh, true name of the Predator, if you're a big fan, do you know what it is? Yautja. Oh, shit. You are a fucking hardcore Predator yeah, that's, that's not canon. That's just oh, comics. Oh, no, that's oh. comics and books. It's never, they've never been referred to as the Yautja in the, in the movies. So some of these callbacks to the original movies I, I enjoyed, and some just seemed like forced and cut in afterwards. And it, I laughed when they said, get to the chopper. Get to the choppers. That, did you notice? I also heard that scene. They were actual choppers, and then it's like CGI motorcycles. Like, it was, he meant to be going to actual choppers, and they fucking changed <laughs> that in the reshoots. I love when she goes, you are one beautiful motherfucker. Uh, mimicking Arnold's line from the first one, you are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and then like uh, the hanging corpses, you know, you love seeing that. I love how they're like, these guys came in 1987 and 1997. That's Predator 1 and 2. And then you see the spear from AVP and you see the old helmets and weapons. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's a con continuation of this story. But wow, is it not good. I kind of like the trick or treat scene too. Anytime the kid had the, 
the armor and they were picking on him and then that the, was funny that when, was he, when he when he fucking he takes the whole house sh- down when he shoots the guy <laughs> with the armor yeah. I, I did crack up like there's some f- legitimately funny parts dude the kid had a kill i just realized that the fucking kid killed that guy and uh, he did. uh yeah he did the kill kid him, yeah. just wow the kid had a the, kill the kid killed someone <laughs> do you think this needed more or less predator I don't know what this movie needs. Right? I, don't, I don't think it needed to be made. That like, at this point, I don't. I'm fine with seeing a ton of Predator because we don't need the buildup. We know what the fucking Predator looks like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I this movie was just so so weird. Like I it's walked very like, weird. The, when it ends, yeah. I was just like, that was fucking weird. Yeah, it's. Like, it's I don't know what the hell I it's just watched. A mishmash of so many things, and it's like not good enough to be good, and it's not bad enough to be like entertainingly bad. It, I felt the same way. It's somewhere in the middle. I would, if you're gonna watch this, I recommend being fucking drunk and stoned. <laughs> you will enjoy. It's that. It's like you know the brewing view here in Chicago, where you go. There's a bar, and you just watch a movie. Everyone knows, and they yell it. That's this is a great movie for the fucking brewing view. It like it's not. It's not <laughs> a good movie. Uh, here's some things that were cut and changed that you will notice. Uh, they were good guy predators. There was more good guy predators. There was a whole scene. This is stuff that was actually filmed, not just on the script. This made it to the screen. They had more hybrid versions of the predators. They cut all that shit. Uh, they added all those connections to the other movies last minute. Uh, Rory, the autistic kid, remember in the first trailer, it looked like he was controlling the ship. Yeah. They were actually going to do that. It was said to use his autism to learn the predator language and allegedly control the ultimate predator ship. So Rory could have been the kid to translate the predator, which that could have been kind of neat. I got a couple of things. Yeah. I, I know that the end, the ending was the third act was completely yep. reshot. Yep. Um, as you mentioned, there were good guy. I've heard. Apparently it was supposed to be shot in the day. Yes. That's what they changed. Night. Yes. And uh, with the good, the, there was going to be good guy predators. So I, I'd assume that, there were going to be a bunch of predators that came and helped the humans fight this this uh, ultra predator in the daytime. Uh. And there's also um, unused or there's set photos of the predators riding tanks what? with the humans. Did you see those? No. Oh yeah, there's there's set photos of what's Keegan oh, Peel? Yeah, Keegan Michael Key and e- I think Keegan Michael Key yeah. and another one Nebraska, of the one of, that dude Nebraska. Nebraska. They're manning a tank, and you see two predators hanging out on the tank Holy with them. Shit, I think I have seen that. So, uh... So it was even more ridiculous. What the fuck? That, the sh- there was more ridiculous shit planned. There is some, like, weird timing issues from the Halloween scene. It's like... I remember I remember reading somewhere, though, like, they saw this third act, Fox, and was like, this is, this is fucking too ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. So This is too much. Why? So Shane Black must have just been pissed at, like, the notes he was getting from the studio. He's like, you want all this shit? I'll give you all well, Shane, this shit. Shane Black is the type of director that wants to take things and flip them on their head yeah yeah he wants to kind of deconstruct it a little bit and make it like he, he with iron man 3 he, he changed the mandarin he made it yeah, so that's that true not you know a good portion of the film tony's not in the suit yeah yeah you know yeah. he wanted to do something similar with the predator i think they get like, let him they do tr- what he, he wanted tried. and then yeah. they saw it and they were like, like oh, this is no. way too fucking crazy <laughs> man oh fuck no we're redoing this whole that edward james almost was supposed to be in it his role entirely cut out uh, so, and then of course the sexual, the actual sexual predator scene was where Olivia Munn was going to be introduced and it explained, it gave some more backstory that she was also like a science teacher because did it make any sense? Remember they ask her, Hey, how did you, how did you end up here? And she's like, 
I wrote a letter to the government when I was a kid, and then years later they gave me a call. I was like, what? Oh man, Olivia Munn being cast what? as a scientist is such what? bad casting. You know what though? Again. I, honestly, I liked her better than Hoyd, Boyd Holbrook. Well, Boyd Holbrook just—that's the problem too with this film—is Boyd Holbrook is the least charismatic character out of the he's group of so generic. crazy people that he's with. He was okay. He was pretty good in Logan as like a smaller bad yeah, guy. But he's he's not the lead, dude. I don't buy like that's supposed to be his son. I don't buy for a second that they're related. I don't buy that they even met each other beforehand. Once, no. like there was no chemistry. I'll admit, I did laugh when Olivia Munn's character's asleep in the hotel or whatever. And oh yeah, and they're they putting stuff on her. They put a stuff yeah. all the, the weird <laughs> stuff around her, and they they take bets on if she's gonna pull the gun, fire the gun, like all that stuff. Was I funny thought they were me. gonna do more with like mental illness and like kind of have a message or something, but they they tried nah. to. They really did. They it. tried. They had a lot of cool ideas. Yeah, but then they it was just like there was like as movie Bob put it. Yeah, I think it was movie Bob. Or maybe it might have been one of the other online reviewers, but they were like, there's like a good four to five ideas here that could be the entire movie. Yes. And that they just threw them all in this movie. Uh, so that's interesting because I rewatched the first movie again last night. I want honestly, I wanted to see, does it hold up? What was the, and it kind of does fucking hold up, dude. Yeah, it's a good movie. John McTiernan's directing. It's so suspenseful and it's so simple. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why they had to shove all these things in this movie. Now, to be fair, that movie also has fucking one-liners, like uh, because knock knock, no knocks the door down. And then remember, Jesse Ventura goes, the guy's like, "Oh my god, are you okay? You're bleeding." And he's like, "I don't got time to bleed." He's <laughs> like, well, "You have time also- to duck." Schwarzenegger throws a knife at someone at st- and pales someone against the wall. He that's, goes, stick around. That's stick around. Yeah, stick yeah. around. But the, the problem, the, the, what differentiates this film, <laughs> well, it's because this film, it worked, but then, and I, I think I saw this online too, so I'm, I'm not an original thought, but I'll say it. I'll, re- I'll recite Let's it here. Let's recycle it. The, this film, the, the first film had suspense. Also, you had these one-liners, but then once they encounter the predator, yeah, that's all that stops. Well, and all that stops, and they're all fucking scared. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one, they encounter Nobody the predator, is afraid of this and they're thing. still making yes. jokes. <laughs> they're making jokes. They're driving at it in trucks, shooting at it like like this is an alien. Like you got Keegan Michael P. Whatever his name, what the fuck his name yeah, is? Yeah, Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> I get him Key and Peel. I don't know who the fuck is who. <laughs> Jordan Peel's the other one. Got it. <laughs> they Keegan Michael Key. Like it's still. Like they're still ratting off jokes when they've encountered this fucking predator. Like if you saw an alien yeah. that could do the things it does, yeah. um, you would lose your you shit. You wouldn't be joking. Like that's the thing is the original predator, and even like Predator Two and Predators, they, yep. they stop yep. the jokes because they're actually legitimately scared of this character. They, this one they don't treat the character with that reverence. No, and you don't really get to know any of the loonies enough to care when they die. And no. yeah, and it, I also got to throw in. Not only was the CGI predator not that great, but what happened to old school movie making? Why am yeah. I seeing CGI blood now all the time? Because it's green. You don't have to do that. No, not the oh, green. Even the, uh, yeah, the, the, blue, even the yeah, human yeah, blood. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fake looking. Yeah, yeah. It's so obviously CGI yeah. that takes you out of the movie. Like, let's CGI is good, but let's 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 do some let's have some real movie making. Only thing that films. looked good was like the spaceships really flying. Like that was it. Like the rest of it. Yeah, they looked okay. Was sh- I don't know where they spend this fucking eighty eight million. I don't know where they spend eighty eight million dollars. I'll tell you something about that first movie, man. The minute I love. So first of all, for like thirty minutes, you spend time with these guys. You think it's just like a jungle war movie? 
It's a straight up jungle South America war movie. And then you start to see the infrared and you're like, what the fuck? And you don't see this predator for a long time. But the whole last act of the movie where Arnold, after he figures out the mud cools the blood and he's getting all the traps ready and he's planning it's that's still fucking amazing. It's so yeah, good. It's, great. it's so good. I was like, holy shit, this is great. This I mean, is suspenseful had, and and just exciting. You had an awesome action film yeah. with Arnold in his prime yeah. and He's a creature so that no one knew. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was a mysterious creature. So it was just all the right thing. That's the other thing is after you see the thing, like it can't, you can't really do another movie and still maintain. No, you're, you'll never have that, yeah. that allure of the first time, but they could have expanded it's and done It's the same better. thing like Aliens. To me, this is the alien covenant of the franchise. Both of these franchises kind of suffered the same Ooh. thing. I think this is worse than Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. It's worse than Covenant in terms of that was a better made movie. Like at least it it was looks good and yeah. This was just hacked apart. All right, let's rank it. Let's <laughs> rate it. Do we count? This is the third Predator movie, but the sixth. No, no, you're wrong here. It's the this is the fourth, fourth Predator uh, movie, and then sixth in the With sixth appearance by the Predator. But a lot of people don't don't count. AVPs. The AVPs are their own little franchise. Then yeah, they don't like count for either thing. side. Yeah, it's like its own pocket universe. So the fourth, we had Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and now The Predator. Predator. Where does it fall in those four movies for you, Anthony? I'd have to go last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the other than the first Predator, none of the Predator films are all that great. Right, but right. This one's this one's got to be last. It's just it's 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 so badly edited. Yeah, and there the, there's so many ideas here that. Or touched it's, on, but not it, really. There was too many things in the on. fucking yeah. thing. It's just such a mess. It's like mindlessly entertaining. I couldn't. I mean, if you love Predator, go see it for yourself. Make your see own. See it in 40X. See it in 40X. That's what I'm saying. See it drunk or in 40X. Not both, because you're going to puke over the guy in front of you. But make your own decision. Watch this movie. But I can't recommend anybody like pay a movie ticket to go fucking see this. No. Just. I can't. Wait. Should we? Should we uh, yeah, give, give it a, a number? number. I also, it's at the bottom. Like, I don't remember Predators, but I remember liking it a lot better than this fucking movie. Predators was kind of just there. It wasn't like that great, but it wasn't that offensively bad. This is actually kind of bad. This is very bad. Like, and so did he think that? Did they think they're gonna make a sequel with that fucking ending? Like, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. They think oh, they thought they were boy. gonna keep going. This thing makes his money back at all. I'll be surprised. Uh, I'm a, my my number. It's. A, I don't know, I'm between like a four or five out of ten. Five is even, I think, generous. Let's go four and a half out of ten. Yeah, I would go three. <laughs> three. three yeah. Shit. That's about right. Go watch the first movie again. I kind of want to watch the second one now because that was the actually, one's actually yeah, not bad. That was actually pretty good, too. I mean, a lot of people hate on the second one, but it's yeah. really not that bad. I mean, we're bagging on this movie for it's the Predator series. It has cheesy one-liners it's, it's and the violence series. and whatever. But this just like I this was a mess. This, but this movie basically confirms that the Predator it's series dead. is now a joke. Yeah, it's, it's dead. dead. Just like uh, Alien. Also, I think it's dead. But that's yeah. kind of sad. It's sad. We'll always have Predators. Get to the chopper. Get to the choppers. He says it twice in that movie. Get it's to great. the chopper. Get to the chopper. Uh, it's a great that's a great movie well shot all right yeah all right back at the show uh and uh rug boy is gonna join us right after this the jock and nerd podcast okay rugs this is the part of the show where you go that was a great review guys good thoughts i enjoyed it 
I was really upset that Chris Hansen didn't show up through this. <laughs> yeah, movie. yeah, that's a good point. We didn't actually get. I was it. counting on yes. it after the Olivia Munn. I thing. thought there was a quick cameo, but that wasn't Chris Hansen. It was a predator dog. Anyways, let's get to that this. That was the Hansen brothers. That was the Hansen brothers. Let's get Jesus to the mailbag. Uh, I got a. Uh, uh, I wanted to share a post. Uh, Seth Morgan has a, an idea for our 250th show, which okay. we're, we're at 240. So Whoa. that's 10 away. And I kind of like this idea. I would like to endorse it. He put it up to the Facebook group. I'm going to put it out to the listener. Basically, he was thinking everyone could call in on the speak pipe and leave us a roast audio. Like making fun of us? Nothing would be off limits. Yes, who doesn't? You've seen these roasts on Comedy Central. That's fine. And who doesn't love a roast? Nothing's off limits, but this is supposed to be fun. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, and you can easily, I think this is a great idea. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, get on this. It's the easiest way to do that. Visit our website, jockinerd.com. There's a big red tab on the left side. If you're on your iPhone and Safari, you can click it right there. You got 90 seconds. You could leave us a roast. Seconds. Yeah, that's it. That's why I want to do it on the speak pipe. If, you, if you send us something for longer than 90 seconds, it will we're not cut it. get played. Yeah. It will be cut. And also when you send it, put your, it asks for your name and your email, but somewhere in there, put in the word roast because I'm going to pull those and I'm not going to listen to them. And you are going to get our honest first reaction to the audio. While we record, I think that would now, be... Now, can I roast back? Absolutely. Like that, oh, absolutely. That's the thing. We have well, the that's power. The, look, I'm warning you guys now. It's one way, and then it's two ways. You don't want to fuck with this. And then the ball's in your <laughs> court, listener. All right? Yeah. I got two guns, and they're aimed. The, All right? <laughs> like Machine Gun run. Kelly. He'll take you out yeah. like Eminem took out Machine Gun Kelly. Did you guys catch the, the yes, dispatch the kill shot? Holy yes. shit. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Yeah. I gave you a career so I could burn it down. I love where he's like, I'd rather be 80-year-old me than 20-year-old you. It didn't even sound like Eminem was trying, and he fucking no, destroyed. he was like taking his shit while he was recording Yes, that. Machine Gun Kelly. Amazing. That that was so satisfying. Check out. Anthony, have you, did you listen to the kill shot? I listened to parts of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. Good stuff. So anyway, send us roast audio. You have till about like Thanksgiving. We may throw a bonus show in there, which would move everything up. But uh, we're giving you plenty of time. Roast for 250. I love this because this is a two-way show. Back and forth. You're hearing us, but we want to hear you. Uh, moving on, uh, Tane Reese, uh, our fan club member who uh, gives, a, he signed up for the tier where he gets all the stuff and a t-shirt and he gets to come on the show. He writes in, hi guys. Hey, Imran, who do you think would win a Marvel Comics trivia contest between you, me, and Rugs? Maybe we should find out on the air. Anthony could moderate. <laughs> now, why is Anthony not involved? You guys are my best friends I've never met. Toodles. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, somebody has to moderate. Somebody's going to ask. He cut you out, Anthony. That's yeah, kind of fuck? a... I'm, I'm a host in the show, Somebody, somebody has to ask the qu- Who asked the questions, then? You. But why am I cut out? I want to fucking test my trivia you, too. Because you, you talk too much. Why don't we bring like a, a, a just a person to read questions? We could do that. Okay. Four way trivia. No, whatever. We'll, we'll see what <laughs> I like this idea. I think uh, I would take the eventually come on. I, I think it'd be a fun thing to put on Patreon. Who do you think would win, Anthony, since you're you're not me or Amron? And you're not being part of the contest. <laughs> I think I think Rugboy would win. Oh shit. <laughs> Maybe. Tane may no, know a lot of versus shit. Versus Tane? Yeah, Tane may know a lot of shit. I don't, don't see know. the thing is Tane is a wild card. Right. 
I don't know. I don't know Tain. Well, really, I don't yeah. know Tain from Tain. <laughs> Tain so chocolatein. Oh. Yeah. It's chocolatein. Uh, he may know so much shit that uh, it'll blow us away. Uh, love the idea. We'll do it soon. Moving on. Anthony, remember you asked for some podcast reviews, some Apple podcast reviews. You yeah, put them yeah. Guess what? We got two new ones. Hell yeah. And you said we would read them. I mobilized them. So you mobilized them. You got people off their ass. You said we would read them, and I am going to read them. This first one comes from our buddy Jason Dutch. From I like that guy. Voice from the Underground Podcast. He, great guy. Great podcast. Check it out. He's always on my Twitter giving me the, the thumbs up. Yeah, he lo- I think it's that guy. He, he loves rugs. Everybody loves rugs. Uh, the t- uh, headline, great hangout spot for geeks and sports fans. Wow. Uh, here's what he says. This is truly one of the best podcasts available. Imran's endless energy pairs well with Anthony's blunt, I could care less attitude. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Rugboy has the documented highest intellect of any puppet in America. Wowie zowie. Too, uh, too bad puppets can't vote. They love and interact with listeners, have real, actual, meaningful discussions on pop culture with fun guests, and are great friends to our show. That's correct. Check out Voice from the Underground podcast. Great show. I've been on that show a couple yeah, times. So you've been on more than I have, I think. I I've have. been on there once. Because I'm cooler. Yeah, than yeah you. you're a lot you're you're a lot nicer. You're a I lot could care less. You're a lot better looking. And you could care less. <laughs> Anthony could care less yeah. about anything. Yeah, that's why I'm better than you. Um, okay. Sure. <laughs> right, logic made that, oh. that, that pans out. The, it yeah. is a compliment, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Backhanded. I'll, I'll <laughs> take it. Uh, thank you, Jason. And then we got another review. Jack MC. What up, Jack MC? I hope he's a rapper. I don't know. Uh, he says, great show. Love this show. Great topics. I hear about my nerd news from these guys first, and they debate how accurate things are before accepting them as facts. Extremely funny back and forth banner, and it's obvious they are having fun. I enjoy their opinions, too. They show different perspectives to give the listener a wide view. Even topics they don't particularly like, i.e. current DC Universe, they do a great job honestly pointing out the good things going on there. Thank you. Talk about the bad things. Well, we do that every other time. Uh, but once in a while, the DC may start to make good stuff. If you want to leave a review listener, it's very easy. Just go to jockander.com slash review or look in your uh, podcast app and hit the link. It's a giant link that says review our show. You can't miss it. Uh, Anthony Felty League update time. Here's your drop. Hit the music. Here's the National Felty League update. <laughs> well, after two weeks... Uh, Titan Snaps, led by Ray Swanson, scored the most points at 135, uh, beating Jeezy to Snowman, uh, <laughs> who's uh, manned by Joe from work. Joe, formerly, formerly from, from work. work. Um, as far as overall standings in the Marvel League, uh, Chaz Hebert and Ray Swanson are tied at 2-0. and um, Chaz Hebert's team being OJ's parole board, <laughs> and Ray Swanson being the Titan Snaps. And then in the DC... Uh, Division Matt Miller with the Speedsters up is two and zero, and then everyone else is trailing. Um, if you're interested in knowing where my team is at, we are zero and two, and we've lost oh. both games pretty awfully. Oh snap! Yeah. Matty J. So, Miller uh, leading the pack on that side, huh? Matt Miller leading the DC side. OJ's parole board with Chaz Hubbard and Ray Swanson leading the Marvel side. Two and zero. Hey, it's still anybody's game. There's a lot hey, of football. We got fourteen left. weeks hey. left. Anything can happen. I got you guys right where I want you. You gotta get one of those. I like your attitude, Anthony. Yep. It's uh, anybody's game. Uh, anything can happen. This is an exciting time in sports history. I don't know. All right. What anyways, are you saying? I have no idea. Uh, f- <laughs> finally, to end the show, 
Uh, last at the end of the last show, I said uh, listener John Seifert did something amazing, and I didn't want to blow up a spot, but uh, he and I don't want to make a big deal out of it because I know he wouldn't, but I'm gonna make a big deal out of it because you guys. Thanks to the generosity of John Seifert sitting right here in front of me on the floor, still in the box. I just got it today. Is the Spider-Man PlayStation bundle? Oh shit! Talking nerd, geek mode. So you're talking about the console and the game. The console and the game. Whoa! All thanks to a hugely generous John Seifert. And so here's he wrote in, and I was like, I don't, I don't know how to thank you. I don't want to make a big deal, buddy. Uh, thank you so much. So this is what John kind of explains what happened. He said, I honestly don't need to take a bow over this. Basically, I just do nice things for nice people. It happens all the time. So you had mentioned a couple of shows ago how impressed you were by the new Spider-Man game, but couldn't afford it. What with the new house and all? It's expensive. Suddenly you need a lawnmower, a ladder, all kinds of stuff you never even thought about. So when I heard you mention that, I thought, hell, I could do that. So I contacted you, and man, you were so grateful for the offer. Then you mentioned that you don't even have a PS4, but the game was so cool. You felt just having that alone would make you happy beyond words. After hearing that, I had no choice. I was on the hunt. You had to have this game console, and that was that. You probably won't believe this, but I think I'm happier than you are it gives me great pleasure to be a, quote, angel on earth, unquote, what I can be. And you being such a big Spidey geek, well, it doesn't get better than this. Knowing I made you smile, that's really the only thanks I need, bud. Enjoy. Holy shit. Holy shit. I have no words for what he did. John, you made me feel like a kid again. That that's really, like, super generous. And, like, I feel like you should extend something to him in return. I will. I will send him a signed picture of my headshot and <laughs> some more stickers. You need to stick that uh, <laughs> controller up your asshole and then send it to Nail him. it to him. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that might work. Yeah, but, you then, can write, but, then, but then I won't have a controller I, to play I, with. I just so thought of something. That doesn't work. Yes. I thought of something, yes. and you could pitch it to him and see what he says. Okay. What about he has been absolved of his Patreon for like about a year? Because that should that should even out. I think that's a great idea, Rugs. John, I want to give you Patreon free for a year. There you go. He could still contribute after the year's over. John, let us know if you want to take us up on that yeah, offer. Le- yeah. And uh, by the time you hear this, listener, I will have uh, broken this open. And and you will have stuck both controllers. I will, no, asshole. it only comes with one. Uh, I can't mail oh. you one because then I won't I have one I, to play with. I think the controller, I think that's what need, it needs to start up. <laughs> you need to stick it up your ass. How am I supposed to play the game? No, it get, it turns I've on once you do game. that. I've played the game. I've played the game. So, Rugs, how is the game? The graphics are amazing. Uh, New York City looks great. I mean, you could see into windows and shit and see like the living room and shit uh, when you're crawling up the wall. Uh, I'm having trouble with the controls. I'll be honest. Oh, with shit, you. really? I'm having trouble. Well, I'm fucked then. Getting Spider Man to do exactly what I want. Mm. Um, and swinging, but I, I I think there's two things here that I'm not like really including. I think that as the game progresses, you open up a bunch of moves. Oh, you get more skills. And I think maybe even in your sw- I, like I, I'm having trouble with swinging exactly like I want to. Yeah. And I'm having trouble with fighting people exactly like I want to. 
Um, hmm. I, it's a, there's a learning curve, but I have it set to a very difficult setting. Oh, you do have it set to the higher difficulty. Yes. So if you're on the baby version, you probably do fine. So I was considering but, uh, doing this. I I want to get the the PlayStation camera. And for the listener, would you be interested in watching a 40 something year old uh, nerd with a distracting beard? Twitch stream? Play. Yes. Play a console game on Twitch for the first time. Like, I haven't played a console game in like over 10 years. So, this could be quite hilarious. Uh, let me know. Stick it up your asshole. That, uh, that's, but then that's it's what you hard need to, to play the game. I want to play. If you can play it after you pull it out of your asshole. It's already in there. That's the secret. Oh, that's all yeah. I got. You just stick the game up your asshole. <laughs> that, you owe it to this guy. Yes, I do. You, you John, owe it to John if, Seifert. If, if, John Seifert if, if that would make him happy. Let me know. I think he's already, I mean, he's pretty happy right yeah, now. He but seems if it would make happy. him happier for you to take the controller, stick it up your asshole, and take a picture with it. I'll I do think. anything once. Yeah, I've said that. Uh, John, he'll do it. <laughs> John, yeah. Look, the power of podcasting. We have amazing listeners. I was rendered speechless, uh, but you're going to be hearing me talk about this game now. And uh, let me see if uh, let me know if you want a Twitch stream. We'll throw it up. We can all hang out. Uh, craziness. So, Rugs, any tips for me playing the game? Like one tip, like as a new a noob. A tip? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, you have to master the art of uh. Video of game. dodging. Oh, okay. Dodging is super important. Gotcha. All right. So you can dodge. And there's also another thing is that you click down on the thumbstick and it tells you where like potential uh, people are that are going to attack you or potential people that you have to save. So be clicking on that shit. Oh, boy. See, this might be really funny to watch. Uh, but look. Look, I only <laughs> played it for like. Eight hours. Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> only. <laughs> but uh, not in a row. Yeah. But uh, it like it, the controls are a little bit tough for me, just because I it, I feel like I've played other Spider-Man games and felt more intuitive when I was playing it. All right. So uh, well, I'm not putting on the fucking hard difficulty. Uh, so I'm gonna have some fun. You know what? Fuck it. The show's over. I'm gonna plug this in right now. Rugs, where can the people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Really Rug Boy, or you can find me on the Jock and Nerd Nation up, on yeah. Facebook. What's up, Nation? <laughs> That's right. That's for the nation. Uh, thanks for listening, listener. I got to plug in my PS4. This has been the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. We'll you next time. Thanks again, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's the best. Can I come over and play it? Absolutely. Awesome. You can, you, it is pretty fucking cool, though, I have to say. You need to film me playing this and for the first time. It's actually, like, when you're playing it, like, the story's actually better than some That's of the movies. That's what I heard, that this is, like, a better Spider-Man movie than all the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. In some ways. Jogging